Happy Friday. What's up? Some oceans right there. Hillsong United. It is such a beautiful day in Orange County. I'm excited. Your boy Sina Azari here at the studio. All Mindset with Matt Franchina, the What's people's up? advisor. We're so fortunate because every Friday that you have an introduction, you can pretty much say it's such a beautiful day here in Orange County. Like, we don't get that many bad days. Yeah, man, I agree with you, man. I, I think that's why we got people flying from across the country to come in the studio and, and to get and talk with us. Yeah, it's like, no respect. matter what time of the year it is, it kind of is what it is. Cali. Yeah, and talking about flying across uh, the states to the studio, I want to thank uh, Reminder Media. Good looking out. This is Luke Aikley. He was here last week. Also sent us a pretty nice uh, bottle of uh, bourbon. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> well, I'm pretty fired up to uh, introduce our next guest here who is going to be taking us onto um, a whole other platform when it comes to his business uh, acumen. Actually, I'm not sure many people do what he does, and we're going to learn a lot more about it. This gentleman has a practice in Fullerton, um, comes from the health background, health field, uh, actually has uh, just learned he has a dancing background or wants to be a professional dancer, uh, also has a uh, passion of MMA. MMA fighting, um, but his services to the MMA and to the wrestling community is on the health side. Mr. Javier Fernandez, he is a physio realignment specialist based out of Fullerton. We are about to learn the fire of what he does and how he uh, hopefully realigns people in a better spot. Javier, how you feeling, man? I'm pretty good, man. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me here. Welcome uh, to the studio. So you're out here in Fullerton, right? I want to know about this dance stuff you just dropped, though, real quick. Like, Cena, I'm unsure how how deep it goes, right? Were you touring with, you know, um, household name artists around the country, stadium filled? Are you, you know, doing little shows on at the corners of L.A.? Like, wh where are you at? So I was a professional dancer for 17 years, so for most of my life, wow. uh, my biggest show was probably about 80,000 people. Wow. wow. That's wow. legit. I did uh, like an off-Broadway kind of show. I did uh, Salsa and Tango for the majority uh, touring for many years. And then I taught house and hip-hop. So. so I didn't really do too much uh, with artists. I see. Um, you know, it was more like uh, theater shows. I, okay, uh, okay. And then, uh, you know, taught for a lot of schools and uh, local. I went around, did a lot of choreography. Just uh, did so many different styles that uh, whatever wasn't working or paying the bills at that time, I just moved to something else. And, and that's how I made it so long. That's amazing. You'd be you'd be an awesome like resident um, choreographer. No person on oh. like Dancing with the Stars or something like that, right? To in your field, for but for not for like helping fix like oh. realignments. Oh, and I like see what you're saying. Okay, way. now you're going into his profession. I thought I was talking about his dancing background. Right I know, now. but I'm saying okay. like how okay. it all connects because yeah. he has a dance background. Absolutely, absolutely. You 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 gain credibility with people, right? When so you I actually that. go back. Uh, I do a couple of events for uh, especially the salsa community. So. I LA Salsa Congress, which is the biggest salsa congress event here in, in LA, and I go uh, to Miami, Orlando, wow. um, for the World Salsa, um, World World Latin Dance Cup, which is the largest salsa competition in the world, and I'm the therapist for both of those events. So and, oh, and you dance salsa. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't really. I mean, I, I dance for fun now, but uh, I go back. It was my way to give back to the community that really helped That's me cool. uh, grow. That's cool. Because uh, as a dancer, we're all beat up all the time, and uh, so I kind of go back. Yeah. You know what's amazing? I guarantee that you're the guy, right? Where no matter where you go, there can be music on, stuff like that. He's the guy who can take over the dance floor anywhere, no matter I what. It. Because you really don't go to a bunch of other professional dancers, right? So 
well, I was at a wedding a couple of years ago, and I had no idea this girl that I knew, her brother, was a professional dancer. He goes out there, everyone's like dancing with her. All of a sudden, this dude does a backflip, starts spinning around, windmills, doing all this stuff. The whole wedding is like around him, and I'm Damn. like, throw away the shield of thunder, right? <laughs> but anyway, like, what, that's probably a cool feeling you just have. I would like to be able to do that. Yeah. Welcome to the studio. So, break down a little bit more of like, okay, you were a dancer, right? You still dance now for fun. You're connected to that. What, what, how do you go from that into what you're doing today? Oh, man, you got deep quick. Uh, so, the last, I'd say, five to ten years of my life, uh, pretty much got paid to party. So, uh, you know, Who doesn't want that job? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so eventually that, that lifestyle really caught up to me. Uh, um, I was really successful the last few years, you know, I was engaged, lived in a mini mansion, but that lifestyle uh, tore my life apart. Destroyed my relationships, destroyed my career, and uh, I went from jacket lifestyle to sleeping on the floor. Uh, and uh, a year prior to that, uh, I had got full custody of my little one. Uh, I was really happy and really like, uh, like what am I doing with my life? Uh, while trying to restore or save my relationship at the time, I, I destroyed my career trying to help it there. So I really couldn't go back. I didn't really want to go back to dancing. Uh, you know, drugs, alcohol, and a bunch of other things were just not the life that I, I wanted because uh, I saw where it took me. And um, really surrendered and gave my life to Christ, uh, you know, through a process of started going to church, started going Bible study, whatever. And uh, one of the reasons I gravitated to dance as a, as a young man was uh, I grew up with a reading disability. So uh, dyslexia, a bunch of other things. And uh, when I say I couldn't read, I couldn't read a street sign. I couldn't read a a menu and uh, so I didn't really have a choice to go get a quote-unquote regular job um, but I remember praying you know every day and really asking God what do I do next I'm you know I'm responsible for my daughter for the first time really responsible not really knowing what I do and uh, literally started getting phone calls from schools and texts and emails and you couldn't pay me to go to school it was like torturous for me to think about that but I was really in that place where I was like what do I do next so I sat there and I was like God are you really telling me to go to school so I called up a massage school at the time and I was like well maybe I can do 50% hands on and, and, and make it but nobody told me anatomy was a 15 letter word for everything <laughs> I was like man I signed up for school and I, I pretty much asked myself you know what am I doing here a lot of prayer a lot of crying uh, the first semester and uh, I remember having a meltdown like a weekend trying to be on a computer for like 10 hours plus and I'm like I don't know how to do any of this and uh, I kid you not, uh, from one week to another, I, I was able to read everything. And uh, you know, long story short, I ended up graduating top of my class with a 4.0. Congratulations, and, that's awesome. And uh, at that moment, I say I became addicted to God because He had done this miracle, and I prayed for all my life. And yeah. Then, uh, you know, and then ever ever since then, life just moved a thousand miles an hour. You know, after uh, school, I ended up becoming uh, the first uh, therapist. That uh, they took uh, that, uh, this rehab center that worked with all the UFC fighters, and uh, from there I got invited to the Olympics and became the head therapist for the U.S. Olympic wrestling team. Uh, two months out of school, and uh, what a fascinating wow. journey! Yeah. Wait, no, no. If I was listening correctly, did you say two years ago? Like this, this all switched for you? Uh, was that, was no, it that no, recent? No, uh, four years. Ago, four years so ago, still pretty. Recent. Yeah, that yeah. is recent for yeah. and uh, so much respect for just the vulnerability, your humility, and just being transparent. Most people, 
um, don't have the confidence to just break it down the way you went, but you probably connect and relate with so many individuals who inside feel the way you felt and overcame. I mean, that is, I was like blown away by you just breaking it down, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's yeah, we congratulations, gotta, man. We got to rewind, right, and touch yeah. a little bit on some of this absolutely. stuff. Like, so you, you decide you're going to go to school. You, you can't read, you're saying, like a street sign and stuff like that. Like, everything has been on relationships, right? Yeah. Yeah, the worst thing thing that ever happened to me was to get lost, man. Because at that time I was like embarrassed to tell people I couldn't read. So when I would call my friend and be like, "Hey, where are you at?" and they asked me, "Well, what's the street sign say?" and I would like mumble something and like I've never seen that street sign. And I was like, "That's because I'm probably not reading." That's right. amazing. <laughs> wow. So did your? Do you think that this? Obviously, all the dance stuff developed your skill set for like being personal with people, yeah. being able to relay. Uh, you must be a master at the nonverbal communication. Mm-hmm. It's all like dance. How does that type of stuff you learn play into like fundamental or, or what do you call it? Like basic education style, reading, writing, all that. Does it so help you? It's, uh, yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that happened with, um, you know, for many years, uh, I don't have a, a regular reading disability, meaning my, my brain learned to compensate. So I can memorize things uh, Last time I was tested, about eight times more than a normal person because I could never go back and read anything. So when I was in class, I got one shot. Whatever you said, I listened, and that was how I studied for a test. So I never really went back and studied. So my brain for years, that's how I related. So so when I learned to read, you know, uh, I became like, give me knowledge, like everything I can freaking grab because I felt like my whole life, I thought I hated to read, but I just really couldn't do it. So I hated really not being able to do it. So uh, it really gravitated, to answer your question, to uh, I got one shot. So uh, because I could go back and read and, and ask questions, it was like, oh, like I could really do this. And it, it helped me understand and, and really go off feeling. I, I, you know, everything I do, uh, it's, uh, it's what I feel on the, the moment. I always tell people they bring me, you know, MRIs and uh, x-rays. And I'm like, oh, well, like that's kind of relevant, but that doesn't tell me too much. If I lay you down and put my hands on you, I'm going to tell you where you're at. Everything is hurting today and fixed it rather than, uh, you know, what that says. Huh. So h- how do you get um, certified to go through? Like, what credentials do you get to become a <laughs> <So> designated <coughs> physio? You know what I mean? So I got my massage therapy degree first. Uh, I did studying and I became a biomagnetism specialist. And what is that? What, what is that, that means is that, um, so easiest way to explain it, like a pool has a pH level. Your pH level is too high in your pool, your skin, your eyes get irritated. Your pH level is too low, you get algae. Well, same concept works in humans. We're made up of 70% of water. So using magnets, uh, we aggressively treat your pH level imbalance. So everything that you've been told that's not treatable your whole life, uh, you can treat asthma, uh, you know. Through, ma- through magnets. Yeah. So are magnets. you wearing any magnets now? No, it do- doesn't work like that. You don't, it's not a, like okay. I'm going to give you a magnet. So you have polar opposites. So that means that every organ in your body has a positive and then a negative. So I lay you down, I scan you, I find out where your pH imbalances are. And then I treat those organs aggressively with magnets. Uh, and then how do, you, how do you find out the pH balance in like segments of the body? Uh, so there's multiple ways of doing it. I can go organ by organ place magnets on you. There's and the magnets read the pH level of some so of the organs? 
what happens is uh, as I place a, a, a negative or a positive magnet depends on the organ, one of your legs is gonna significantly shrink when the, there's a pH imbalance as I lay a magnet there. Wow. And so I go so and that's the indicator. Yeah, that's the indicator. So I go and I place the magnet on the other organ and your legs will go back to being the same size. Uh, it's a crazy phenomenon. And that, that doesn't happen to people who have the right pH level. No, so so if I so that's how I know where to treat it. You know, if uh, if I'm on an organ that doesn't have a, a pH level, do you have the magnets? We want to actually try it out on the people's advisor in the studio <laughs> live. Do you have the magnets with you? <laughs> I don't have the magnets with me. Okay, right okay. Now. Well, yeah. you know, we've we've done some crazy stuff here, man. It's yeah, a small absolutely. tight room, but but yeah. we get close <laughs> in here, man. You guys see what goes down. So 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 you run the magnets and then you get the pH level of the organ. Then you um, treat it based on the different polarities of different magnets, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. pretty. That's that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I like it. it's a uh, you know. I want to see it, and that's a bio magnetism specialist. Yeah. Bio magnet, like yeah. Okay. So does yeah. that have any relation to like, um, robocop? Oh yeah, like alkaline treatments where like they drink like heavy alkaline water. Okay. So yeah. So so a little bit. Uh, I actually study a lot of the alkaline waters because uh, when I first heard about it, it related so closely to mm -hmm. to the biomagnetism. Mm -hmm. Uh, alkaline, so we're both trying to do the same thing. I'm right. just aggressively doing it, so okay. you're gonna see a, an instant result. Uh, but we're both trying to create an environment where no parasites, no disease can live. Uh, so the alkal alkalinity and the acidity is what creates an environment where a parasite, a fungus, a, a virus can, can live. But if you can create an environment where everything is you know, pH level balanced, nothing can live in your body. And what's a, what's a good pH level balance? We want to be at seven. Okay. You know, that's like neutral. Like even in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah, we actually know someone who treated, their husband treated cancer with the alkaline water. Yeah. Like well, well, this is what yeah. he's sharing with us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's like a Japanese, it's big yeah. in the Japanese yeah. culture. They do it in hospitals yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so what happens because of the way that we uh, intake food, especially in the U.S., everything is acidic. And so, you know, all we're really bad with processed food and you know fast food and everything else so our body becomes acidic allowing you know disease to to happen so i want to go back to you you become a bio um magnetism specialist or biomagnetism then how much where do you go next because you were so it's a mixture of, of all these things you. that became you know i became a craniosecond therapist which means that everything from your head uh to your shoulders uh that's actually what uh, allow I don't want to say that's the only piece that allowed my career to grow so fast, okay. but that was kind of the niche that helped me. Because um, it took you to a whole other level. In well, other words, it's a smaller <coughs> group of people who specialize in that. Yeah, it's a, it's a dying art. You know, 50, 60 years ago, you see it all the time. I actually, to treat most, most problems, uh, I go in your mouth uh, and reset wow. your jaw. And so wow. uh, for fighters that constantly get punched in the face or get dipped, you know, when they wrestle, they constantly have did you, and, and you And you, you, you fought too, or, or do you still fight? Like, do you No, know I, I, you I just love MMA. It's, did you ever, did you ever spar or fight? Never? No, no, okay. I mean, uh, okay. you know, Yeah, so when you say you love that, I thought you were, I thought you were a, a practitioner in it. No, right? I just okay. love, it was one of the things that you I saw. You enjoy watching it. Yeah, watching okay. it, and I was like, cool. man, if I was younger, I'd cool. be a crack. Yeah. No. <laughs> but well, well, you know, we, we have a good friend, um, Rudy Sanchez, he's the founder of Smash Gyms, and they're a chain of gyms in the Bay Area. Actually, they even have one in Jakarta, and um, he's got some of the, the top, top fighters that are trainers there. I'd love to connect you with them, and, and you know, I'm sure you guys can provide value to each other. Yeah, That's cool. So, so going now to, to and again, you're, we got to go back because of this whole story right. of how we got here, but I'm fascinated by, by, your, special, by your specialty in physio realignment. Um, this is the question. You literally realigned your patients. 
and 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 put him into a more comfortable spot. Currently, externally, that like, like, how do you get liability insurance for something like this? Like, are you are you never? Is it impossible for you to put someone into a worse position than they walked in? You know, so because of my faith, uh, a lot of times it's you know we walk by faith, not by sight. So uh, when I started working with pathological diseases, uh, I will touch clients that most people will won't even right. But I can I can tell. And so, um, you know, I work with a lot of fibromyalgia and arthritis patients, right? Right. And um, so to put you back together when you have, for example, a fibroarthritis, the amount of pain I have to put you through Mm -hmm. is significantly where your brain will cry Mm -hmm. on my table. But they literally are crying and screaming and are thanking me at the same time Mm -hmm. because they're like, nobody else will do this. Right. And so what happens is one of those patients comes in, a regular therapist, doctor, puts their hand on them, they ouch, they scream, That's they it. yell, and they're like, That's I'm not touching right. you, right? And so, uh, you know, God works in mysterious way. My mom suffers from both arthritis and fibromyalgia. Wow. So while I was in school and I was like, okay, I'm gonna specialize in pathological disease. I remember the first time I went, I'm like, mom, I got you, like, I'm good, I couldn't fix you. And she literally like cried and screamed and, and uh, you know, most of my other patients instantly, like, you get off my table, there's no pain. I believe it. This but, sounds amazing. But with them, they 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 take about twenty four hours, depends on the case, mm-hmm. to feel better because so much things happen. So sure. I remember I finished and I'm like, "How do you feel?" And she's like, "I feel worse." And literally like crawl through her bed, and I literally Is cried that day. Yeah, right. I, I was like, "Man, I messed it up. I thought I knew what I was doing." Wow. You know, everything is scary, especially with because you don't you don't go to school and work on pathological patients, right? right? So. And then she woke up the next day, and I'm like, man, I messed up. I'm like, how do you feel? She's like, I have no pain. And so I was this like, oh, amazing. my God. Like, wow. You know, and um, with, with a pathological patient, I, I felt at the beginning like I was messing up because a, a normal patient, like, I'll treat you once or twice, and you're good. Like, you don't have to come back unless you do something crazy. But with them, you know, it's just a matter of time. So I was like, oh, two weeks later, a month later, you're back in pain. I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. Until I had them explain to me, they're like, one day without pain for me is heaven. Yeah, of course. Because I constantly suffer. So um, so my mom was my guinea pig. That's and amazing. It, and because it's a, you know, internally uh, a connection, obviously, emotionally, when patients scream and cry, like, I'm not feeling that much right. pain. Uh, and, and so I understand. I'm like, oh, you know what? It's going to be okay. So I always joke with my patients, but I'm really truthful when I say, if I'm going to hurt you, I'm going to fix you. So if I know that wow. you're going through pain, I better fix you. That's right. so, so cool. That statement applies. That's unfair yeah. to, to entrepreneurship. Yeah. If I'm going to hurt you, I'm going to fix you. That applies to, uh, to, to our mindset, man. I like that. This is fascinating. So how many of you are there? Like, in other words, you you, you got you to gotta be packed and stacked, and people, like, are can't wait to come get adjusted. <laughs> how many? Oh, how many of me? Are? Yeah, so, like, you know, I've never I, heard I, of I you train guys. Uh, um, the hardest thing to train is... is uh, I think that is the willingness of like I gotta hurt this person to come back together. So so we're working on that. One of the reasons I continue to study and continue to uh, to like evolve and grow. Yeah, to grow. And what is this type of? It, does insurance cover this? Like what you do? No, I'm insurance doesn't. Okay, it doesn't cover it. But you know, unlike um, what's the range that someone's looking at? at, at about a hundred dollars. Okay, yeah, that's so amazing. This is amazing. You know, we we. This is amazing. I, I, it is really. I'm yeah. fascinated. Yeah, like 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 I w- I'm. I might have to come see you. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, I would say put me to the test. I believe you. I, I can see the confidence, and it's pretty cool. Like, I'm, I wonder what people are thinking listening to this, and uh, if they don't, like, have a visual of what's going on, they're, like, jaws drop right now in traffic, saying, man, this is surreal. So, you, you guys, this guy's in Fullerton. 
70s, so they're they're on the way out. So uh, anytime hey, I that's young, money, man. come on, man. Seriously, that's young, bro. <laughs> yeah, like they they don't want to work. This is really brutal work, you know. I, I have to constantly stay in shape just to be able to to do this kind of work and not hurt myself. So uh, I'm very intrigued when I meet a, a older uh, doctor or, or, or healer and, and get to go pick their brain. Javier Fernandez. Uh, physio realignment specialist. You you do all, all of this. Everything you just explained is amazing, right? And now I even see a deeper passion for two reasons. One is that you had someone who does what you do fix, repair you, so you knew the results of it. Yeah. And then your mom and the fact that you could give her peace and comfort is two reasons why you're you're at a next level passion behind it. It's not because you heard you make really good money if you do this. It's not because you you know, whatever going to be on a TV show. All these things might happen as a result, but it's not the reason why you did it, which is cool. But how does this apply to like the fighters, right? So you had mentioned something, I think off off of here when we were talking earlier, you interned somewhere and then that led into like, how does that work? So I, in, I was interning and uh, which is now currently an Olympic gold medalist, Helen Ruiz came in wow. uh, prior to making the Olympic team. And uh, she had some uh, major neck injuries she had been dealing with and, kind of joke about it we're uh, really really good friends now and uh, that's cool. she was kind of panicked on the fact that oh you know you're gonna go see Javier and, and uh, you know I look young and she's you like are you, young, man. do you know what what you're doing you know this is my career I'm about to go to Olympic trials and so I kind of took it like okay yeah. let me show you yeah. so put it back together and um, wow and she was like oh my god like I've been everywhere and my neck doesn't hurt and so I kind of took a step further I was like what else hurts like, what do you mean? I was like, I'll fix whatever, whether you did it yesterday or 10 years ago. So she's like, my knee, my ankle, my wrist. So went through her body, you know, fixed everything. She was like, if I make the Olympic team, I'm going to bring you as my therapist. And so a uh, week later comes back and she's like, I just made the team. She was like, I'm going to figure out how to bring you as my therapist. So going through all the red tape, you know, she's got to come up with almost like 10 grand or something to do it herself. And she's all panicked. And she's like, I gave you my word. I really want to bring you. Wow. Kind of looked at her and I was like, don't worry about it. God wants me there, it's gonna be taken care of. Two weeks later, I get a call from the head of the committee and they offered me the head position. So What a cool story. Wow. Yeah. So amazing. I was like, you know, a lot of the things that- What a humble guy too, man, that's cool. <laughs> I like to share, I'm like, you know- uh, So which Olympic, where were you at? So I was at the Rio uh, Brazil Olympics 2016. Up, I was the a therapist for all the US wrestling team. And uh, you know, since then I stayed in contact, go to a couple of different tournaments. I, by the way, how, how did we do in in Rio for the wrestling team? We did great. We did the best we've ever done. So we got two Ooh. Olympic gold medals. We got a, a bronze medal. Um, that must feel amazing to know yeah, that you're the that head squad, of what repairs bro. the people. And we went the furthest we've ever this gone. This is exciting. That's yeah, really so cool. It's been a, uh, an amazing journey, man. Yeah, I'm just kind of cool. along for the ride. And So this last Olympic, I, for the first time, saw what to me is like this phenomenon maybe it was happening before but these suction cups mm -hmm. right and suction i saw it on michael phelps was mm -hmm. the first place i mm -hmm. saw it i think it exploded That's because right. he was doing yeah. it That's i right. saw on your instagram there's some of those what is all this how does that work what is it like i don't understand this and is that also a specialty uh, can anyone do it so i'm gonna be really honest okay please so there is uh, a lot of things like like cupping has been around yeah. hundreds if not thousands of years okay it's not a, a new thing just kind of came back around uh, when I first tried cupping or had done cupping and I was like oh this stuff doesn't work okay now I kept going to school kept studying the biomagnetism changed my life because I realized uh, 
most of us don't know. The right. higher, so the, the biggest wisdom that I say that I've learned in the last year or so is that the higher, more educated we become, the less we want to learn new things. We think we know it all. So when I sat and, and learned the biomagnetism, and there was areas that I didn't want nothing to do with because I thought it was a joke, and the more I learned, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back, and I picked up grassing, I picked up cupping, I went to some courses, started reading, and these things that I was like, oh, this, they're not that good, I realized that there are certain things that are great for, and that when I had experienced it before, either they weren't used for the right thing or the therapist wasn't the right therapist, and so um, so I apply it to, to different things. Uh, the number one thing I use it for is uh, they remove stagnant blood. So Stagnant blood, okay. Okay, so what happens a lot of times, if you have a, a severe injury, right, uh, your, your fascia, which is what covers the muscles and, and the bones, sometimes gets stuck and it's not moving. So after I treat you, if I can't get it to release, I'll use the cupping and uh, use it for a little bit and, and get that to release. So so that's the way I apply it. Um, yeah, no good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. I like it. And, and so uh, different cool. therapists use it for, for other things. Uh, I, I don't use it on a normal basis. I, I kind of go through everything and, and the things that I can't do, uh, you know, then I, I, I apply other things. But yeah, so now I'm really in this journey of like, I don't ever look at something and say it doesn't work. I go, let me try it out and let me see what it actually does work for because if people believe in it, it's, it has to work for something. something. It, it's not necessarily everything that everybody says it does, but it always works for something. So you said cupping and then you said, did you say Graston? Graston. This is like a, a say, metal. Say it slower so I understand. Graston. Graston. Okay. There's other okay. names, rod blades. Uh, what, is, what is that? <coughs> oh, I see. It looks like a, like a butter knife almost. Yeah. Right? Eyes. Yeah. I had so that done to my shoulder. It's unbelievable. Ooh, okay. Wow. So what it's really, you know, same thing. There's a bunch of things that people claim to do. What I have found from studying, from trying it out, um, is what it what happens is for example carpal tunnel okay it's a very a tendonitis something that happens all the time I see clients all the time what happens is that you create micro tears in your forearms let's say if we're talking about a carpal tunnel from the constant use of your wrist okay so the way what your body does to reheal itself it creates scar tissue and cartilage okay which creates these little balls called um, <coughs> adhesions. So little balls are called adhesions. And, and what that happens is that uh, you'll create a bunch of little balls and that's your body trying to heal itself from what you're doing to it from creating all this micro tear. And those adhesions will block the carpal tunnel, will block your, your attachment sites by your elbow. And that's what will create the loss of, of range of motion, the pain, the, the numbness. And so what you do is you take this grasping tool and you take it like a butter knife and, and you, you break, break that up. It's a real painful process, but you get the biggest results so Graston, I really look back on it because of the type of work that I do at the beginning of my career, I almost lost uh, the ability to continue to do. One thing that most people don't know, if you do body work, it, most uh, therapists last about three to five years and then you look for another. Why? Be because you blow out your hands, you blow mm. out your arms. So I literally do fingertip pull-ups every day wow. for my forearms and my fingers. How do you do a fingertip pull-up? So you buy these things, they're called Eagle Grips. Mm, you okay. literally stick the fingertips of your fingers and mm -hmm. you pull yourself up. Wow, so you so literally pull yourself with yeah, fingertips. with your fingertips to create, wow. you know, your forearms to be strengthened and, and your fingers. Because most of my clients, uh, about 30, 35% of my clients are professional athletes. And so they literally feel like stone walls, <laughs> you know. And so uh, pushing 
on that and trying to get deep into when to somebody who has that much muscle density is not Dude, an easy thing to this do. Is that's crazy. Yes, like I'm feeling some of this pressure that well, you're I talking about. Well, I just figured out two things. I got to find a way to tap into the disability markets of the other professionals like yourself. For three to five years, sounds like we're going to cash on medical insurance. Right. Time I get set up. <laughs> right. Secondly is um, I never would have thought about that. But, yeah, you're right. I think um, – you know, you, an athlete or whatever, it's, it's going to be the equivalent of you trying to massage out like a horse or yeah. like a cow, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, like some of these athletes, depending on what they do, you, you can pass as a horse. Yeah, maybe a small one, those miniature ponies that run around. <laughs> no, but th- that, that is, so, um, have you thought of American Ninja Warrior? Because you know if what? you can do fingertip pull-ups, you could, you could crush it on I the show. That's actually where I learned how to. I have a really good friend. See, uh, you thought I was joking for a second, but I'll say Yeah, it. no, actually, uh, so I have a really good friend uh, been on American Ninja Warriors. Do we know him? Uh, Diego Sanchez. Uh, Diego Sanchez. He, he Team has, Sanchez. Yeah, Team he Sanchez. has a, um, you know, he's all into it, right? He's been on the show, and I'm sure he's going to be on it again. But he took me to train one day, and for for anybody who doesn't know, all the stuff that looks easy is the hardest thing you've ever, I don't care how in shape you are, nah. So that's how I was like, so oh, yeah, I trained all the day, and, and I couldn't do 90%. I'm, I'm probably being generous when I said I could do 10%. But what I realized at that moment was like, man, if I can do this stuff, I'll never hurt myself. Because I was already going through problems with my wrist and right. stuff at the time. And so I asked him, I was like, how do I do this, right? He goes, okay, we'll start with 100 pull-ups a day. And we're like, 100 pull-ups a day? Wow. And that's the same thing I said. What you'll find, this is what I, I've learned, you know, this is years ago, is that if you commit to it, so I got to, a, at first I was the hardest things. I would do a little bit in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night. And I got to 100, and I put them all in about an hour, and then I was like, okay, what's next? And they're like, okay, well, now so you So, like, today, do have you done 100 pull-ups yet? Uh, yeah, in the morning, I do 100 pull-ups first thing in the morning. This is just because you would be excited. And, you know, that's 100 pull-ups is a lot to do. Absolutely, man. I and think I but you six. get to a point where you can knock them out in about 10 minutes. And, okay. and you know, I believe you. That, that takes a lot of work, but but once you get there, it's like, oh, okay. Ten, what? What's ten, next? Yeah, like 10 minutes. Okay, cool. Like, so, you know, now if I have 20 minutes to work out, I have 20, I, I can get a workout in in 20 minutes. But that's, that's cool. That's a constant, you know. So, what you think is so hard, like, you just got to be consistent. It taught me a lot of discipline to kind of, okay, if I can get here, then I can put this discipline towards everything. So, so Javier, tell me, th- this journey is um, continuing to evolve. It's growing at a, at a healthy, fast pace, all in the right direction. What do you see next for yourself, next three to five years? What's in it for the Javier mm. Fernandez, Fernandez three legacy? Three to five years. So three to five years, I definitely want to hope to be, be teaching at a, on a large scale. Um, you know, um, you want to teach your profession? You want, you want to yeah, teach others wanna, to Yeah, I want to teach others to be able to heal people. Uh, yeah, specialists to, to really aggressively attack things that we have left alone. You know, that we're like, oh, no, that you can't treat that. I don't really believe in, like, just take a pill, just do surgery, just do this. Uh, you know, uh, I've, I've got to experience it with, with my mom. It's, it's just Band-Aids. You know, eventually people are in pain. Uh, with have, that, you, have you treated depression? I do treat depression. And then you do that through realignment too. So, being being honest, so yeah. while, while giving my my life to God, it came with gifts. Uh, so it's emotional, spiritual, uh, and so uh, it depends why you have it. We, mm-hmm. we kind of treat it that way, you know. It's a one thing um, because I'm around the the athletes uh, that I am around, working with them. I also get to be around some of the smartest minds in the field and uh, they relate their studies and how you know what I believe what I've learned what I've experienced
experience and, and you know one of the things that we don't ever know we hear all the time is that stress will kill you you know mm-hmm. stress will make you sick well that's a really easy thing for most people to relate but what is stress it's a thought that we put into our, our brain and our body right so a thought that put into the brain and your body can make you sick but the right thoughts make you well and so if you can understand that when i treat mm-hmm. my patients first you know we gotta figure out what what's causing your your depression your stress your anxiety your you know whatever we treat that and then we go on this journey of like uh declarations and you know you're going to mm-hmm. declare yourself from being healthy and, and mm-hmm. you're going to change you know kind of change your life and it's something that in the process of changing my life and really give my life to christ was something that i did really early on and you know my life took off in places i never really imagined and That's so cool. uh you know, I learned by studying and by talking to the professionals that I can tell you scripturally where it says that, but physiologically, I can also explain how your brain pathways work the same way. So whether you believe me here, believe me here, I'm gonna tell you four or five different ways and one of them is gonna stick. And when one of them stick, you're gonna have to look back at everything else that I say. And you know, I, at the end of the day, where I tell those type of patients, I'm like, come on this journey with me. If I'm wrong, nothing happens. But what about if I'm right? That's cool. That do get to, you know, see for myself. That's cool. I like that. Also, I like that you said that. What yeah. if you're right? Yeah. I've last couple days on like Instagram or stories, like I've just been really talking about perspective and the way you look at things. And so many people look at things, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurship and business and relationships. Like, what if this happens, right? And the what if is often on the negative side, but it's like the likelihood of that what if happening is similar to the likelihood of this other like good what if if you put energy towards that and so mm-hmm. it's like a more green way to live it's cool that you're all good the point. time like implementing good and, point, man. and talking and i'm on that, that journey with you man I'm, I'm with you like i got you i like that that's cool so um i i, I apologize for i interrupted you the about treating depression i know you said you can the next question is who treats you for pain so i still see my mentor you. Okay. Uh, you know, that's something that I went and back to. physically aligns you too? Yeah, he physically aligns okay. me. He, uh, you know, he he fixes a ton of things. I, I taught uh, one guy when I was in school. I, I really was on this journey of, like, give it back. You know, uh, I always tell people, it's like, if you haven't done something today for somebody that can never pay you back, you you're not really it. living. Yeah, that's and nice. so uh, like during that. school, I, uh, you know, I met this guy. His name is Patrick. He's a, he's a therapist too. And I was just like, man, let me, let me show you what I know. And, and uh, we became friends. And so between him and my mentor, uh, they put me back together. It's, cool. a, it's a must. Uh, you know, I like uh, things where I kind of take time off because I have to and kind of mm-hmm. reset. And uh, I'm in prayer a lot, man, all, all the time while I'm, I'm with my clients. And uh, on a daily is uh, something that I do for myself just spiritually but uh, emotionally and physically it, it, it really does mm-hmm. drain you with what you're doing and working with this kind of environment so for me that's how I kind of reheal and that's cool. refocus so you're still working with the fighters right like the MMA stuff yes sir are you here all the time in Fullerton they come to you or do you go travel around at these events and so and if I travel I try to limit it to to a week a month I went a little crazy early in my career because I'm like, I can just go everywhere. And then I, you know, I had a month or two. With I, UFC or Bellator? Um, so with everybody, whether it's a wrestling or, okay. or, or, and then I realized that it was damaging to, to my practice. So I kind of like, okay, you know what? I can't go crazy because even though it's fun to go do all this stuff, I got to right. take care of business. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so currently, like, uh, for example, the fighter, my, uh, I work with them for the whole fight camp, you know, uh, 
a lot of the fighters just see me when it hurts, like, oh, I hurt my wrist, I hurt whatever, like, let me put that back together, that may be only once or twice, and then I'm not, like, make you feel good type of thing, I'm like, whatever's hurt, so if nothing's hurt, you know, they're, they're one of the roughest, toughest, toughest humans guys, that right. you're ever gonna come across with, and, um, you know, so it kind of works like that, it's just, it's, uh, yeah, you said, uh, guys are, like, humans, because the girls are a lot rougher than right. guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So how's the what you do relate to like a chiropractor or something like that, right? So a chiropractor uh, takes your bones and puts everything back into alignment. What I do is I manipulate your fascia and your muscles to allow your own cells and structure to take a proper shape. Interesting. So if you do what you do, you don't need a chiropractor, basically, kind of. That's a rough question. To no, ask. So, I mean, okay, I mean, so like, you know, he doesn't want to start industry wars, man. Come no, on, I'm not trying to. Do that. I'm just saying, like, so there's times that I touch a client, you know, not too much, and I'm like, you gotta go see a chiropractor because uh, I don't crack anything in, you know. Um, Wait, you don't crack anything? I don't crack anything. When you do the realignments, there's no bone there's cracking. There's no injury. Yeah. Wow. No injury. There's That's uh, amazing. Yeah. So, so for example, if you have like your C1, which is your top vertebrae, and that's out, like I'll send you to. I recommend, like, you know what, you need right. to go to a chiropractor. Right around there, you have so a you bunch of... So you heal it and determine yeah, it. Yeah, I have a bunch of nerves and a bunch of other stuff, and if it's badly out, like, uh, I'm like, you know what, the, the quickest way is for me to release everything, put your muscles back together, and for you to go get uh, adjusted. So so there's some things that, you know, I just don't do. I'm fascinated because I, I've, I think that the body can do a lot more than it's given credit for. In our business that we're in, like financial services and insurance, we meet so many people that are on this laundry list of medications and so much, you know, this medicines to counteract the effect of this other medicine and then this and then like, and people get these crazy amounts of prescriptions and I think probably a lot of it could be worked out from certain things like this. Obviously not everything, but um, yeah, do you find that the way that the world is going and access to information, social media, like word of mouth, like that type of thing is bringing practices like yours more, more back into the limelight? Yes, the last couple of years, that's what's really cool. Even with, uh, you know, I don't know the, the logistics, but one of my clients, they were all talking to me in a matter of days that Trump just passed some some law to, to allow people to look for holistic services and, and get treated here in the U.S. instead of going to other places. I think what we become very um, aware is, you know, our parents, our grandparents, they, they did the, the surgery, they did the pills, and now we're seeing the results of it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah I've been on this medication for so many years, but now I have liver problems, now I have this, I have that. And so uh, our younger, you know, millennials are going like, you know, I don't want none of that. Right. So uh, we're refusing the, the things that uh, our parents and our grandparents took. So we're becoming more uh, uh, knowledgeable and looking for other resources. Like, right. uh, you know, so a lot of uh, people come and they're like, I'm just looking for a holistic approach to things. I don't want to do these pills. I don't want to do that. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, so I think it's really going to come back. Uh, it's really exciting to kind of see that. To see the youth and, and even the older crowd, I have, a, like I said, because of the pathological issues, I have a lot of, you know, 50, 60, 70, even 80-year-olds that I see. Do you think, or maybe you know, um, or have strong evidence that some of the things that you do help with or treat some of these, I mean, call it almost like epidemic, right? Like these mental illnesses or things like, not, not just depression and suicide, but the, like Alzheimer's, 
and some of these things where they it's all about like oxygen flow to the brain and things firing and I don't know is there this so there's education thing? too like uh, so what I find uh, you know I, try, I like to share uh, as much as I can with my clients not necessarily oh you have to do this but uh, the lack of what we know of what we're intaking you know what we eat like uh, there's so many you know I don't nobody says a hundred but there is in the 80s 90s percent of everything that's wrong with you that can be cured with the proper diet and I know cure is a dirty word so maybe we shouldn't use that but but significantly may may be better with with the proper diet but but we eat so bad you know if you ever find out how we process our meat especially in California we're probably one of the worst states and uh, most people don't are know you, that. Are you a vegetarian? I am not a vegetarian. I, 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 so I've done everything. I, I tried the vegan. I tried the vegetarian. I, I completely organic. You know, I don't really do fast food. Don't do no processed food. And, and the more educated that I become, it's hard to, to not make those changes. You know, at first I was like, nah, you're crazy. I'm not doing that. I'm, you know, I'm a guy, guy. I eat whatever I want. And, and then I seen the results and I seen what we're really preventing and, and I just don't want none of it right now. Yeah. 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 We had we had a camera guy out here taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know you got you got distracted. <laughs> well, you know, um, going back to the videos, you you have you have a lot of material on there, guys. You got to go check it out. I couldn't find this one video, so uh, I, I got to fabricated. Take it. <laughs> we, we exposed <laughs> yeah, I, I can take that take that take that one back. But um, it, it is fascinating though, seeing that there was one that I saw just right now. It was a. Um, leg imbalance or, mm-hmm. or walk body imbalance is that what you call it so so, so, so what is that when how, how, how do you um i guess correct that how do you correct that so i think what you're talking about is is uh, you'll see a what happens a lot is uh you'll see one leg that's shorter than the other okay uh, and is that over time that happens yeah so two things could happen either you have something drastic happen you picked up a weight the wrong way you got in a car crash you know something went crazy wrong and you'll know right away you're like and I hurt myself, and then I, I'll tell you, okay, that happened from that. Mm-hmm. Or it can happen from repetitiveness. Okay. You know, one of the things I say to, to anybody who has a job that does constantly the same thing, you're like a professional athlete. And people go, what, what do you mean by that? It's like, well, you do the same thing over and over every day. So mm-hmm. guess what? You're going to have injuries like a professional athlete. You're just not going to feel them, and you're probably not going to think about correcting them because, oh, it's just part of my life. So biggest thing is, Pain is not, shouldn't be part of your life. No matter what you do, you practically live with no pain. We get so used to like, oh, Except aches and pains, it's just yeah, normal. normal. Like, no, it's really not normal. Mm-hmm. So uh, what happens is um, is you have muscles that become shortened. You know, uh, if I'm talking about the leg, like your thigh muscle, whether it's your gracilius or the outside muscle, or your, your T-band muscle, they'll, they'll shrink. You know, they'll, uh, sometimes it's a way that your body protects itself because you threw yourself so badly out of alignment that it doesn't want the, the opposite hip to keep going, so your wow. body will, will clinch, right, to, to prevent you from farther hurting yourself. So what I do is I, I lengthen those muscles and put them back in the right place. One of the, the big things or the philosophies I, I was taught or believe is to, to put your whole body back together. Uh, one of the easiest examples to understand, I tell people, is if you were to pick up a weight, whatever it's 20, 30 pounds on your right hand, and you were to curl the weight. Only 10% of your concentration and your strength actually goes to that hand. Do you know where the other 90% goes? No. To your opposite leg. So I always tell people, they're like, now what are you talking about? <coughs> like, next time you go to the gym, try it out. And you'll realize you, how much strength is going to compensate, you know, to the, the imbalance, okay? Well, the same thing c- works when I'm putting you back together. 
if your shoulders were hurting but your hips were misaligned and every time you walk you're pushing that shoulder up and down so if i just fix your shoulder but your hip stays the same then that's just a band-aid i didn't really fix what the problem or what's causing it so right. as i put your whole body back together when you come to me the first time i go through everything from head to toe then whatever i put actually stays because there's not something that's throwing it out and uh you know i'm so baffled even doing what i do the more i, I tweet uh severe injuries <coughs> how little we actually know you know sometimes the, the lower back's hurting and when i put your jaw back together i get a release and, and so uh you know just kind of keeps me uh reminding myself that we we understand very little so are there things that people can do themselves at home like stretches or things to just help themselves stay like absolutely so the the biggest thing is if you work out okay the number one thing i ask people is uh do you stretch (laughs) guys most guys like yeah i'm like how long do you stretch for five minutes you know well i always tell them you're just wasting air you're just wasting your time so you want to stretch if you work out uh, a minimum of of uh 15 minutes uh you know two to three times a week what, what tends to happen is that we go through the stretching process so fast that by the time we're actually going to get a stretch we already moved on to the next muscle so just like i was saying what happens if you no- normally don't stretch your body clenches up it doesn't know what you're doing it takes you to do a, a regular stretch like touching your toes breathing for a period of 30 to 45 seconds by the third or fourth time you do that your body goes oh you know what i'm gonna tell my brain that he's not trying to hurt us so i'm just going to relax and then you feel a huge relax i'm sure that everybody can relate to the point where they they did a quick stretch and they actually felt worse going to work i feel even tighter why did why is that happening because you pissed off everything your body went to protect itself it's like you don't normally do this what are you doing and then i'm gonna go stretch so you want to actually take your time stretching one day doesn't really do anything that's all a myth too it's stretching on a normal basis that keeps you limber that keeps you loose so if something goes wrong you tweak something you're 80 percent less likely to get injured if you normally stretch so that's a big thing well that said. most people don't I know can, i can i can recognize that i think so that's cool awesome advice that's cool well javier fernandez uh man physio realignment specialist uh, it's a, a pleasure. I've been fascinated. The People's Advisor. This was just exciting. Look them up. And online, they can find you on Instagram at, at uh, Fernandez Physio. Fernandez Physio. Online on Instagram. Yes, sir. All right, check them out, you guys. Good looking out.